Sports Beat on the Bay. Good morning, everybody. This is Sports Beat 88.7 on your dial for Wednesday, March 23rd, with Dave Percival and Dan Caswell. And Grant's here as well. You know, did our voices boom because there's no glass for everything to reverberate back off? I know. This I'll, is unbelievable. I can get close to Grant today. There's no COVID <laughs> barriers. I know. Isn't it nice, guys? It is nice, yeah. It's really, truly a nice thing. Now, I came in, and I was so distracted, I didn't even see the glass. But you did. Oh, it yeah. took Dan to come in and, and bring and make me straight on that. <laughs> 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 All right. Let's, just, let's start with some sports. Now, I'm going to keep the Leaf thing. Let's just talk gossip today. Gossip? Oh. Yeah, I want to talk about the effect on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Of what this the, Duva, Dubis Davidson oh, I thought you were talk, I thought you were going to talk about the Beebs New Jerseys. Uh, we can always talk about okay. that with mm-hmm. the, with the Tim bits too. Um, Dubis. So what has come out and it's very interesting is that the Leafs were making a very a very uh, good uh, effort to secure Flurry, and somebody leaked the story that they wanted Flurry as a goaltender and they were willing to give up that niece, the really good prospect, and a pick. So somebody leaked that story. And, you know, it is devastating because as a player, maybe you, I want to know your guys how you feel about it. Jack Campbell cannot feel great about this because underneath it all, they can say, we love you, Jack Campbell. You're our guy. But, but, <laughs> but we wanted Flurry, And it's come out that we tried to make a deal for Flurry. is all I'm saying. Well, you knew that they were trying to make a deal because they waived Mrazek. Correct, but I mean, he he, he uh, went through the waiver wire, and they still have him, and everything's fine. But um, it's, I guess, with Jack Campbell, he's I don't know if he's still hurt or if he's come. He is still injured. Yeah, so he's still injured. So I wouldn't put too much uh, onus on Jack being uh, disappointed or anything about the fact that that came out. I I look at it the more so the other side of the fact that the story has been leaked. And Dubas kind of made a statement about it. It kind of makes Dubas look like an idiot. You know what I mean? Rather than just keeping his mouth shut and having the the deal, like just say, yeah, well, you know, we tried to get it done and couldn't get it done and just move on. But no, he went after the Chicago GM, who's uh, another young guy. And now they're in a bit of a, you know, public feud. Which yeah, is, why did he respond to it at all? That's, yeah. a, that's a really good point, because if you let it go, it's not that big a news, but it certainly caught yeah. my attention there's, a couple of times. There's more deals that don't happen than deals that happen, and you know you just move on. Part of it, yeah. Yeah, and so Dubas took offense to it. I think there's a lot of pressure for Dubas, and if they have another first-round exit this year, or even uh, even worse, let's say they don't make the playoffs. They're hanging on by a thread for a wild card. Okay, I would do. Oh, do you want me to get him out of here, or you, know, you want to get him out? Do you know of what? what we're <laughs> they're have, hanging let's on do for it a together. thread. Hey, Not look at it. the playoffs. They're, look, they're hanging on by a thread to be in the position they're in to be in the wild card spot. I'm not saying like it's not a sure thing. Oh, these are fighting words, Grant. I don't care, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> you want, and who are they tied with right now? Well, we talked about Boston. the Boston Bruins, but they're but they're going to be in. They're, 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 nobody's going to catch them. I'm not saying that they're not, but there's a chance that they can't. And so let's say they, they, <laughs> they make it, but they don't make it past the first round. Does that mean that Dubas and Shanahan's tenure is finally over? Oh, I would think it is, but I'm I'm still hostile enough that you brought up about the least potentially. <laughs> well, it's a hostile away. environment. I can't get around this right now. But uh, But all kidding aside... I didn't realize the key to this Giordano trade. I've always liked Mark Giordano, and yep. I know you do as well. He's a real rugged, good hockey player. Yes. Is he played with Brody. 
And Brody, there's a there's a connection. That's a really smart thing to bring him oh, in based sure. on that alone. He and Brody had years together. In Calgary. Now, not that Brody <laughs> needs a guy to shore him up either, right? Uh, but, yeah, I'm excited. Tonight, New Jersey Devils, and we'll leave the Leafs alone. Okay, well, what do you think about tonight's game, though? Uh, like, New Jersey just thumped the Rangers last night. So they're coming in like they, they you know, back-to-back games. <laughs> So they'll, be, they'll be tired. Thump them. No, they'll Seven be, to four. They'll, the Leafs will run rampant on them. They're okay. rested. Uh, and New Jersey's, as you said, you should. You know what? You should share that. Justin Bieber has now outfitted our Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. What? You haven't seen them? No. Yet? Okay, so there's, there's two uh, renderings. They're both uh, black jerseys. Mm-hmm. One has two uh, blue, I call it armbands. Right. And the other has two yellow armbands. Right. And the one with the blue armbands has a traditional Maple Leaf logo. Okay. The other one is like an outline, a white outline of a Maple Leaf with a yellow Maple Leaf on the inside. But it's kind of cute, Grant, because you know those yellow happy faces? Oh, they're going to go yellow belly. No, you know those yellow? Well, it, it, it is right on their bellies. Right. You know the... Uh, the uh, yellow happy faces, like, you know, have a nice day, That those mm-hmm. stickers. Yeah. So it's like a rendering of that. It's got the eyes and the leaf in a smile. Is the mouth. Is the smiley mouth. Really? Yeah. And this is going to be an actual jersey? Yeah. Yes, it is. All right. We, you know, we got to talk about something else. Are we still I, on the Grant, Grant now doesn't even realize we've got a show going. Okay. <laughs> the, we are going to talk about the winners and losers. So as I, my new expression is Muscle Beach. Yep. On Muscle Beach, Muscle all Beach. the teams on Muscle Beach yep. have gotten more muscular. It's like, it's like the strong guys at the beach. Okay. The weaklings have got weaker. Yep. And we know, we can just talk about the strong guys. Yep. There's a lot of strong guys. Um, Florida with Giroux and Ben Chariot is yep. huge, right? Yes. Yep. Uh, you got Colorado with Josh Manson. That's big. That is big, big for a really good team. You've got Minnesota with Flurry. The the sneaky the sneaky two. They're sneaky three. Sorry, Carolina <laughs> with Max Domi. Is this Carolina are a scary good hockey team? And to add Max Domi, a gritty, yep. a tough center to play against, is a great move. Pittsburgh has quietly done really well, and they've got Richard Raquel from Anaheim, and that really shores up a line with Malkin. Right. He's a he's a high end player. The New York Rangers, uh, the Rangers are the other ones that look really, really strong, and they added the guys the Leafs wanted. They added Tyler Mott, who is as good a third-line forward as I've ever seen, and Andrew Kopp, who can score. From Winnipeg. From Winnipeg. So, And I'm not sure what's happened to Winnipeg. I, I, like, I thought they'd be in the mix here, but they're just kind of a have-not team right now. No. I don't know. what I, I thought they'd be positioned after Dano to, to maybe take a run. And Boston, of course, is Boston. They've yep. added Hampus Lindholm, a uh, big, big addition on defense. No, for sure. I think the big thing with Boston will be this year to see, is it Swayze? Swayze? Swayze. Yeah. Swayzeman. Swayzeman. Like the goalie. That's the goalie. The yeah, goalie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, I think that will, that will just be, I mean, he's played well all year. Uh, Tuka Rask is retired. I mean, that's, you know, in the past. And so I think that will just be what is the, that, that'll be the question mark in the playoffs for the bees. Right. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's an exciting time moving forward. Now on another positive note, the Toronto Blue Jays took 11 players that were, uh, 11 players to, that were going to go to arbitration have all been signed to contracts. Yep. Boy, things are good in, in Jayland. Yes. Uh, you got Chapman, 28 million for two years or something of that nature is the big Big addition, and yep. what a great-looking player he is, Dan. No, for sure. You know, and you've got Guerrero signed. You've you've signed – Bichette was not on that list, but you've signed a lot, Teoscar Hernandez. You've got – the core is now set. 
Now, we talked about this earlier, like last year, I mean, George Springer is, is great, and he just makes the Jays that much greater, but he did miss a lot of baseball last year with injuries. He missed about and, 100 games. And we weren't too sure how severe it was, but last night when the Jays thumped, or yesterday when the Jays thumped the Yankees, and I forget who slid into third, uh, Cleats first, totally cut up uh, Chapman. And right, he's got blood all over his arm. He kind of laughed it off, wiped it off, and kept playing. Yeah, so, that looked like a pretty bad cut, too. Normally we wouldn't comment on that, but that was a bad I cut. I thought he'd be out for the game, but no, he stuck in and played, laughed it off. There it was. But we, but we are hoping that George Springer can play two-thirds of the season because I, I, like he is a super, superstar, but yeah. I'm worried that he's not just – he's going to come up with something, Hopefully isn't he? Hopefully not. He certainly did last year, so we can hope and pray that he lasts. And, and – uh, Kikuchi, the Japanese pitcher, and Dan's got a point. He looked fantastic, but again, a left-hander with a jerky motion, um, they're going to get on to him at, at, at some point. You would think. You I would mean, think. You would think. I mean, it was preseason, and he did make the, the Yankees look pretty silly, but they're, you know, these guys are professional ball players. Yeah, ex- exactly, and he's been around. He's done the thing. So our fact checker, and everybody know out there in, in Radio Land knows who our fact checker is. I'd ask him today, and he wasn't 100% sure. Normally he's on top of these things. Uh, the Canadian men's soccer team tonight are playing at Costa Rica in Costa Rica, and they're four points up in the USA. I think they can secure this. I guarantee they can secure this with a win. Now, he might call me on that. Secure, I don't know. Like uh, World uh, Cup uh, secure? A World Cup berth, finally. We were talking about this at Christmas. I thought they had it secure back then. But what about if they tie? I have no idea. And okay. I'm, I'm sure that I will be corrected on that. All right, I hope you are. Because I'm not really sure, but it's a big game tonight against Costa Rica. And they, I, I hope they're looking good. They're in first place, four points up in the U.S. who are in second, yep. and the top three get in. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to go back on this, but we, we still have lots of time. You guys got 15 minutes at least. But so we're really getting away from the traditional blue and white. No, jersey. no, no. These are just like uh, like call it like a third jersey or a special jersey. I don't know when they're going to wear them. Okay, but they're so it's not a regular jersey. No, no, no. Okay, okay. Sorry, I just uh... I think they're reversible too, Grant. Grant was Grant was heading to his car. Yeah, I, I think we should call in for another person to run the radio show today. <laughs> no, no, he thought that was the overall the 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 pick. But yes, it's uh, it's quite an interesting message. Sure, it certainly is. Um, you know what's you know what's huge news quietly because with all this stuff going on, we haven't heard about it. Ash Barty, who is the number one women's tennis player in the world, WTA ranked number one, uh, has retired. To her credit, 25 years old. She's she retired yesterday. Freedom 25. Freedom 25. She's 25. <laughs> she's won 25 of her last 26 matches. But you know what? Everything makes sense. She said, "I have done everything that I've set out to do. The COVID the last couple of years has emotionally sapped me. You know, and I'm and they've got a lot in their plate, mm-hmm. right? And physically, I have nothing left to give either." She said, "I want. I'd like to maybe start a family somewhere along the line here, and I want to go out on top. So good for her. But twenty-five-year-old people retiring? I don't know. Did you ever think you'd see the like of that? No. And but but again, retiring on her own terms. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that you know. But she's th- retired before. Yeah, she retired, she retired in 2014. She retired. Well, she so how she old didn't was get she, out she of her retired te- then? She didn't even get out of her teenage years. Yeah, but again, she that- quit tennis to become a cricket player." 
Right, but emotionally, she said, I, I couldn't take the grind of tennis. Right. So, you know what? I have a feeling the grind is really something because the travel, you know, it yep. really, when you put it on a par with maybe other sports, it's it's more demanding in a lot of ways than a lot of the other sports. Or, for, or perhaps the grind that she's experiencing has absolutely nothing to do with tennis. No. Yep. Yeah, you know? that, that's possible. Yeah. But it's nice to see somebody retire on their own terms. It's not like there's anything failing yeah. here. I think I think for some... for us, we just it's a shock when you're, you know, number one. You're still young, and you're like, okay, I've had enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's shocking. Just, it, it is just, a shocking it's, it's thing. It's unique. It's unique too. And I realize that I won't be able to retire even at seventy-five. Yeah. So you know, there's a part of me that's a little bitter. Freedom eighty-five. Eighty-five. Thank you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. This has been a great show. We've got, you know what? You've got low. We got lots of local. Okay, work. okay. Oh, you're just. I wasn't you're signing just pump, up. Okay, okay, you're just good, pumping good. up the show. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> okay, that's all I'm doing. But you have some local, some yeah. lacrosse. So which oh is yeah, great. it's amazing. I, uh, so, uh, for those that you know that there's like a senior A summer league, it's called the Major Series Lacrosse, and they just had their draft uh, over the weekend. And I don't have it in front of me, so I could be wrong on the numbers, but we had Jason Knox going six overall to Oakville. Then we had Caleb Creaser going 23rd overall to uh, the storied uh, Peterborough Lakers. Wow. Then we had um, Brett Hanser going right after Caleb at 24th to Oakville. And then from Bracebridge, uh, Cole Hanrahan uh, going to uh, the Lakers as well. So... This is pretty exceptional. Like, these are all guys that started playing lacrosse together at a very young age. The first three that I mentioned played paperweight together. Wow. They have literally gone all the way through. They're all on NCAA Division I scholarships. Uh, the fourth guy, uh, Cole Hanrahan, uh, family from Bracebridge, they moved here from Brampton at a young age. So he's been with those four, I think, since novice or peewee. He went and had a, a great uh, career at uh, Trent, playing field lacrosse there, and he's played in a uh, winter box league, and he's doing well. I mean, it, it doesn't happen that four guys from the same team, same age, that just kind of go through and, and get drafted to, like, there's not a lot of spots. Like, uh, 23rd and 24th, you would think, okay, that's, you know, call it in the second round maybe no that was the fourth round there's wow. only there's only six teams wow that's amazing you know and so it uh, it's it's quite exceptional that for one our lacrosse program i mean i'll give a shout out to kevin knox and uh and his bench staff that pretty much coached these guys all the way through uh they're exceptional young athletes and it's pretty awesome that they're playing i mean this is this is literally pro lacrosse i know and it speaks very like, highly of our system all all these summer like all the nll players well all the canadian nll players play this in the summertime whether okay. they're in oh, okay whether they're in ontario or whether they're at west playing like uh new west salmon bellies or any of that stuff so i mean this is like this is the real deal like they their their next draft for the nll will probably see uh, uh, if not all of them, some of them go in that draft as well. That's I think amazing. That's fantastic. Yeah. No, I'm, no, thanks for that's great. That's a great share, actually. And then I got another story for you all before right, you get go. No, this is just this is actually just a story. Oh, you're going to tell a story. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, back. so Wayne Rutledge, uh, <laughs> yes. you know, uh, he passed away, but he uh, former professional goalie. Yep. 
So uh, I, I skate with Todd Rutledge and Chet. And so the, uh, the stories come out that there's a writer that's putting together a book about goalies from yesteryear, like way back in the day. And just like different stories about goaltending, like back in the 60s and 70s and whatnot. Well, isn't the last chapter of the book going to be about Wayne Rutledge? Because here's a... I read that somewhere. How did I know about that? I, I don't read know. That somewhere. Yeah, yeah. That's, Anyways, yeah. he is the last professional goalie to play without a helmet. Like no face mask, nothing. That's, I think that's great. Yeah. And so I was talking to Chet about it last night. And Chet remembers that he was eight years old in Houston. And his mom was just furious that, that Wayne was in the net without his mask on because he'd <laughs> left it in the dressing room. But it didn't matter. Yeah. That, that, no, that's a, that. That's that awesome. book will be worth. That's a great story, yeah. actually. That is. That's fantastic. Oh, and then so. by the way, last night in our sportsman league wrap up, we won seven to three, and I was minus two. Well, <laughs> okay. Now I have no idea what to say. <laughs> I thought I just. <laughs> I just thought you it. just sweetened the deal yeah. on that, didn't you? So I'm gonna take. I'm gonna dial this back because the more I've thought about it, the more it might make sense. So I guess at the beginning of the year, what my story is with our junior C, and this is for our hockey fans locally. Our Junior C Otters, uh, at the beginning of the year, they had said, I guess due to pandemic, or I'm not really sure what the reasoning was, that they'd have a um, potential Tier 2 level playoff uh, for the teams that didn't win uh, initially. So it's called the Tier 2 Provincial Junior C. And Huntsville and Midland, who who had rough years, both uh, wanted in at the beginning of the year. So... They are now playing, and it's an it's an all Ontario thing, as I mentioned to Dan. They're playing. Uh, there, there's going to be teams from Walkerton, Goderich, all involved in this. It's a lot of travel, and it's a lot of time. And uh, as of m- Friday, and I'll have more to say about this Friday. Huntsville are in Midland, playing a, a four to seven, I believe. Wow. And a Sunday game at the at the uh, Don Lock uh, back here in Huntsville because they're playing a series after the fact. Um. I remember my son playing in Bantam against Perry Sound, and this really didn't fly uh, when they went to Perry Sound. Copy Perry Sound wanted to fight. It was yeah, it was it was nasty stuff, and they basically had to call it. Now, uh, you know, it's different. These guys are a bit older, maybe, they, and they want to play. So you know what? It's it gives our local kids more heist. It gives the fans uh, more hockey to come and see. Yep. So they're playing Midland in Midland Friday and back in Huntsville, and I'll have more to report on that uh, wow. Friday. I like it. Awesome. Nice. Awesome, awesome. I'll tell you what, this has been a great show. And I love your story, Dan. If you have a story every show, it's going to really spice up things. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, it's been a great, great uh, day. Uh, everybody get out. Enjoy your day. Hopefully it's it's not as bad as they're predicting it's going to be. I'm Dave for Dan and Grant. We'll be back on Friday with more sports.